Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of The Action. The IBM Z Systems platform has never been more exciting with ISVs and developers leveraging the latest emerging technologies to maximize clients' needs. Each month, we meet some of the world's most innovative companies as they share how they're expanding horizon and driving success with Z Systems. This is IBM Z Systems in action right now, Z Action. This month, we're hosting Michelle Harris, Senior Manager for Product Services and Development at Unicom. She manages R&D for the Macro 4 mainframe products and Unicom customer services for EMEA, spanning support for mainframe open systems and power solutions. Her job requires a mix of the technical and innovation demands of R&D along with an ethos of providing excellent service to Unicom's global customers. And this lends Michelle particular insight into the challenges that women face in the IT industry. She's here today to share some of her perspectives on those issues. Michelle, welcome. Thanks, Lee. It's uh, good to be here, and uh, I hope we have some interesting things, in, interesting insights to share. Um, obviously, thanks for the uh, introduction. It uh, makes me sound very powerful. <laughs> I'm not, of course, but uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the chat. Yeah, so am I. So am I. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Welcome to the pod. Well, just to start off, can, uh, can you just kind of tell us a little about your your own IT career as, as a way of introduction? Yeah, I started out quite some time ago. I did a uh, Bachelor of Science degree in computer science when it was a fairly young field, actually. Mm -hmm. It was in the first few years um, of uh, it being before it was a faculty in its own right, really. And then from there, I worked for a software house. I moved from Ireland, where I did my degree, to work in Germany. And I worked in a software house, and we were primarily doing conversions, actually, from VSE to MVS, as it was then. The oldies, um, maybe listening to this recording, will um, understand the terminology. And uh, so we were doing conversions for assembler and COBOL programs, mainly a little bit of PL1, um, even back then. And uh, then I joined Macro 4 quite some time ago when I moved to the UK and uh, we were uh, acquired by Unicom uh, a number of years ago now, 12 or 13 years ago. Um, so we have um, quite a wide range of uh, mainframe products um, spanning over 40 years, mainly around modernization and DevOps. And I started in support in Macro 4 and uh, sort of a, a little bit of a, a story from my history in the very early days, which I hope these things would never happen now, uh, I remember answering the phone over lunch and uh, said, you know, Macrofor, can I help you? And uh, this voice at the other end said, oh, I didn't think Macrofor had any women. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I said, just the one in support, oh, which was goodness. true at the time. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, it just um, uh, tells you where we've come from, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, we, we know that even today that, that women are underrepresented in the IT world. Um, so comparing through, through your career, can you say whether or not uh, it's better or worse in the Z Systems mainframe world and, and, and why that might be the case? I think... It, in some ways, it, it's worse because the mainframe was out of fashion for so long. Um, ah, yeah. You know, I think it's improving again now because I think 
organizations are realizing that actually the mainframe underpins so much that you know you couldn't process your credit card <laughs> you couldn't yeah. probably book a hotel room or uh, you know you probably couldn't get on an airplane without involving the mainframe in some way and i think we've done a lot to, to sort of shoot ourselves in the foot as well um over the years by sort of accepting saying oh you know the mainframe is old when we were talking about sort of uh trying to attract new talent and actually you know if somebody is young sort of coming out of college or whatever they they don't realize they just haven't heard of it like they haven't heard of lots of things it's just new to them um so i think we're getting better at um introducing ourselves more effectively that's very interesting um well, what, what can these companies, what can mainframe companies do to encourage women to get into IT? I mean, are, are there any specific ways that they can make the G-Systems platform more attractive uh, to women coming out? I think there's quite a few initiatives that are happening which are quite interesting. I, I think that there's sort of, a, certainly in Europe, there's a group which is uh, called STEMETS. Um, I mean, everybody's, I think, heard of STEM as a, you know, as an initiative which has a lot of, um, gets a lot of focus. But STEMETS, uh, one of their aims is to reach out to quarter of a million uh, European young women, sort of people sort of finishing their sort of education or starting their degrees to try to encourage them into the uh, into IT in general and mm. I mean I get try to do my own piece uh, in that as well my daughters went to um, uh, an all-girls secondary school which is the equivalent of high school for um, Americans and uh, you know I sort of go along there sort of at least once a year to try to do what they call a speed career it's a bit like speed dating that you move yeah. sort of through groups of sort of six or eight girls on a table and then you move along after 10 minutes to the next table and I sort of say right I'm in IT are any of you anyway STEMI <laughs> you know <laughs> I, think, I think you know and sometimes you get oh no you know <laughs> I'd hate that uh, and but some of them are and they're interested but I think for young women in particular, girls, I, th I think it, it's a little bit different often in that they need to see why they want to get into IT. Uh, you know, they need to see that purpose. They need to understand why. They're less likely maybe to sit there gaming all day. You don't get that many girls who are gamers. You know, you, obviously, you, you know, these are sweeping generalizations, but, you know, it's just, I think, often they, they need to understand why why um, they want to, you would want to get involved in that. And often if you give them those reasons by sort of maybe focusing on their platforms like Instagram or YouTube, then they will be interested, um, I think, uh, if they have that purpose. And the other sort of interesting thing that I think as employers and also for people coming into the industry is to understand that when people are applying for jobs that 60% of men will, uh, sorry, I'm saying this the wrong way around actually, men will apply for a job if they have only 60% of the criteria, whereas women will uh, apply for a job only if they have 100% of the criteria. So they sort of inadvertently shoot themselves in the foot again by uh -oh. uh, sort of not applying because they think, oh, I need to have everything. And this was even borne out when we were sort of discussing this sort of um, 
in in work as well with colleagues and uh, one of the developers said oh yeah I only applied because I, I knew I had Java I knew I had this and I knew I had that and she said so actually yeah I completely <laughs> followed that prototype <laughs> that I knew I had to have everything whereas actually as employers we know that it's quite difficult to fill a role with to get a hundred percent of what you need so <laughs> the men yeah. are sort of applying um, you know and then you you know, they're more, maybe more likely to be successful, whereas women are just not even applying. And, it, you know, just going on from that as well, we run a placement program every year. And one of the things that we did was sort of look at the language that we were using in the advert, because we were concerned that we weren't getting as many women applying as we wanted. You know, we felt surely there are more women who might apply. So yeah. we had a look at the, the language that we were using in the adverts, because you can completely unintentionally use language which is a bit almost like confrontational have you got what it takes and women often are maybe turned off by that they want to know that it would be a challenge but that they'd be supported you know that's maybe more inclusive for them so it's about looking taking a step back at the adverts at the language that you're using and sort of maybe rephrasing it so that you don't you know totally unintentionally cut off some of your audience that's, that's so true because you see a lot, of, a lot of these adverts for jobs and it's almost like you read it and you think that they're telling you all the reasons you can't do it yeah yeah you know, yeah and uh, you know we, we do have a saying um in my part of the country called uh make them tell you no and that's uh, yes. you know, make them tell you no. Don't self-select, right? Don't 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 yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, make them tell you you can't do it, but don't don't tell yourself you can't. Um, Definitely. Now I, you talk about how you know the trying to to, to demonstrate to, to 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 women who want might want to get into IT that that the mainframe is 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 an exciting platform. I mean, I think that some of the advancements that uh, we've seen through the Z16, you know, with AI and then and Italian processing and and all those sorts of things. I mean, do you ever bring any of that into it to show them that 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 that, that the mainframe platform is actually evolving and it, it's it's vital to to most of the world's critical systems? I mean, is that something that that gets people's attention? Yeah. Yeah, definitely it does. But I think for people starting out in their uh, career, uh, I think an awful lot of it is about salaries. And I think mm -hmm. that's the one big thing that I, I would say that, I mean, IT is lucrative overall, generally accepted as being, you know, a good area to get into. But uh, I think what we could do more of perhaps is sort of make it known that within the mainframe, because of the skills scarcity, that the sal salaries could be even more lucrative. You know, and I, I don't think that's something that people are aware of necessarily. That's a good point. Well, what's what what about if someone who doesn't have any V systems or mainframe experience? I mean, what's the best route for them into a career? Um, I think that you know one of the things that we use and completely um, extensively is we use the Z Explorer, the Z Explorer program that IBM runs as a great way to give people those core building blocks. And you can start from nothing with that. We've done that a number of times and that's been really well received both by the people who've gone through that training that they, they sort of feel a lot more confident having gone through that. And the other really exciting um, initiative which started off in the US and is just 
moving over to Europe is um, the Global Skills Accelerator Program um, from IBM, which, you know, as far as I understood, and you'll probably know more about this than I do, but um, that there's about 250 people who've already sort of either been through the program or are in the process of going through that program. And it's it's an apprenticeship scheme, but it's what's interesting about it is that it accentuates that there's not just one role that you can go into. It's not just about being a developer. There's that stream, but there's also the systems administrator stream. Um, so there's two types of apprenticeship program, um, which just makes it more accessible, really, from a lower level, let's say. Yeah. Um well, if someone's just starting out, if, if they're a woman and they're interested in IT, what's the most positive actions they could take right now to grow their career and keep it on track? I think that one of the things recently that I, I did was uh, I attended the uh, GSE uh, event in the UK, uh, Guide to Share Europe, and they have a Women in IT stream. And I sort of stood up to sort of explain my thoughts there. But I would say that the one takeaway that I hoped that people would take from that was that women in particular need to embrace the challenges. I think they're, they're less likely maybe to blow their own trumpet. Um, so it's back to the same thing that they should apply even if they don't have all of the skills. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and I think, you know, they maybe they are less comfortable about going out of their comfort zone, um, you know, and I think they, they should do that more, sort of take it on. I think classically men have been more psyched maybe to do that. I don't really, really know why exactly, but I think it is generally that women sort of are more likely to step back and let somebody else do the talking. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think that's the big thing that they, they need to be be braver maybe um, oh. and embrace the challenges. And I think that's one thing that for employers and employees, I think it's important that as employers, we recognize the different strengths that often women can be maybe more collaborative, can be better mentors. Similarly, you can get men who are excellent at these things too. These are, again, generalizations only. But I think it's important that as employers, you recognize the strengths of each individual. And because you have to have that mix, you have to have the complete variety. That diversity is just so important. Yeah. This brought to mind, uh, do, do you ever uh, mention to, to some of these uh, young women who are, who are thinking about getting into IT that uh, COBOL is in fact in, in, written by a woman? <laughs> yeah, right. well, actually, yeah, yeah, and uh, we have, uh, we're actually working in a building which is, um, uh, they, it's actually a heritage house, so it's um, a, a sort of a listed building, but mm -hmm. it's actually um, was owned by the niece of Ada Lovelace, who oh. was the, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we, yeah, we're kind of quite uh, interested in uh, the whole sort of female angle, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's great. Um, well, in the next five years, where do you see uh, big opportunities uh, for starting out in, in in the Z Systems platform, and, and any any skills that that would be particularly relevant coming in the next five years? Yeah, I, I think that there will be 
more opportunities um, because, you know, succession plans are still ongoing um, for us older mainframers as we <laughs> sort of transition into retirement. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, you know, and that's so I think that will open up a lot. And I think that what's sort of not understood as well is that in IT and in Z systems that you have such a variety of roles. You don't have to go down the managerial route. You can be recognized for being technical. Technical. And it's not just about developers or infrastructure. There's a huge world out there. So I think that's sort of really important that uh, people would uh, sort of understand those opportunities. But what was one really interesting thing as well is I think that technology for these systems is going to really help us. I think Zoe Explorer is one thing that will be such a game changer, I think, for new mainframers coming on board. Um, a talk that I attended recently was from um, a lecturer who runs a uh, mainframe module at uh, the University of Vilnius, which is in Lithuania. He's run for a number of years and he started off and he was doing sort of spending two or three lectures explaining, you know, this is how you define a data set. These are tracks and cylinders and you go into ISPF and you do all of this. And he found that he had to spend two or three lectures each time sort of dedicated to explaining this. And he said now that he's introduced Zoe Explorer instead, he gets this done in one lecture and then they can get on to the meaty stuff. And he also did it. He had a really compelling survey which was sort of from before and after of the participants in the module and they completely changed as to whether they would recommend the module for the future, how engaged they were and how much more likely they were to sort of further their career within the mainframe. And I think that sort of is an excellent example of how the technology will help the new mainframe. It's just make it sort of useful so that they can get engaged so quickly. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, finally, um, if you could say one single thing to encourage someone who's considering working with uh, these systems and mainframes, uh, what would that be? I think it's sort of don't go with any of the find out your own a sort of path, do it whatever way you need to. I mean, there's lots of things happening, particularly for women around sort of childcare is not necessarily a female domain anymore. Uh, we've lots of instances of that with lots of men getting involved with childcare. So, you know, just take it and make up your own path. I think that's the biggest thing. There's no right or wrong way. Well, that's great advice, Michelle. Uh, thanks for joining us today and, and talking about your experiences. That was uh, some, some excellent insights. Um, before we close, as a reminder, be sure to join the ISV Ecosystem User Group on the IBM Z and Linux One community for more updates on how ISV is innovating the IBM Z Systems platform, blogs, events, videos, discussions, and more. Uh, for more on modernization, be sure to visit the IBM Z and Cloud Modernization Center. And don't forget to visit Unicom and Model 4 online. You'll find links in the show notes. So until next time, thanks for joining us on Z Action. Be sure to subscribe for our next episode and goodbye for now.